0: Master guitarist, Austrias Johannes Maria Knoll, joins in for a talk. Thanks so much for coming to The Antidote, Johannes.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me on your show. Really an honor for me to be here.
0: I'd really love to hear about your background as a guitar player. When did you start playing? Well, I started back in 1982 when my parents uh, bought me a guitar.
1: That's when I started, but uh, I had a really bad teacher at the time, (laughs) Not a bad teacher, but I had to play boring songs. Let's put it this way. Uh, And after two years, I think I quit playing. And then I think two or three years later, I watched the TV series The Waltons. It's an American show. It was The Waltons. And uh, they had a guitar player, Jason Walton. And he played in this series. And I thought, well, actually, guitar playing is not such a bad idea. And I took the guitar out and uh, started playing again, and then I had a really good teacher who introduced me to Jimi Hendrix and all the modern stuff, and from that moment on, I practiced and practiced.
0: A musician's first instrument is often pretty special to them. You still remember that guitar?
1: Yeah, actually, it's standing in front of my house in the garden. (laughs) In the garden? (laughs) That doesn't sound like a place of honor. Oh, it is, because the first thing you see when you come into my garden is the guitar, so I think it's okay, and uh, it fell on the floor once, and so uh, it was broken, and
0: I couldn't play on it anymore, but it's still there. (laughs) Well, you've got quite a background. You've spent years and years recording with other artists. My count could be wrong here, but I added up all the releases that you've been a part of, and I came up with, like... 227. I mean, that's an incredible number of projects.
1: Yeah, it is. But um, I am part of House of Rhythm, which is a a band uh, which focused on reggae music. And um, it's a kind of a studio project. And so we recorded and recorded and recorded. And uh, after one year, I think, many artists called up and said, well, we want to have your rhythms. So, rhythms are just the playbacks. There is no singer on it. And uh, they picked it. And, uh, you know, then came artists from Jamaica, from Africa, from Germany. And
0: so, that's maybe that's a reason why the number of releases is so big. But now it's happened for you, and you've recorded your own. Why decide yeah. to do it now? Well, um, In 2014,
1: my girlfriend passed away, and, you know, I had a kind of complete crisis. I was completely down, and uh, so I started thinking about life and everything, and I found God. Uh, That was the moment when I thought, well, now I have something to say. I have a story to tell, although I'm not a singer and I have no lyrics, I have something to say, and I want to do that with my guitar. And so I decided to step into the front row and, uh, well, release my first ever solo CD. And actually I took the the 17 main chapters of the Holy Bible and tried to put it into music, so make a soundtrack out of it. That was my goal. And well, I did it.
0: (laughs) Was this like a personal faith connection that you were wanting to share?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because um, the Holy Bible became so important to me, not only in this uh, spiritual way, but also between the lines and the history of mankind and, you know, everything that's connected with it. It's so much information in it and it's really an important book for me. So I took the chapters and this is my red line through the songs. I had my own epiphany or my healing when I was recording it. And it helped me. It helped me a lot.
0: I guess we should explain about the album itself, because you were mentioning about the reggae aspect, playing the rhythm guitar. But on Transcended, it's straight up rock.
1: It's straight up rock, yeah. You know, I think every guitar player in his heart is kind of a rock guy, because you have solos and you can play loud. But when I was socialized in Austria, you have a band and you're looking for jobs. So I also played reggae. But in my heart, I'm I'm a rock guy. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, I like all styles except for opera, because my father always listened to opera on a Sunday in the morning and it was the only day i could sleep very long but i always woke up at eight o'clock with opera so <laughs> i have a problem with operas
0: <laughs> yeah there's a few styles of music that i just can't tolerate rock fits with me we've got to get into some of the songs yeah that are found on transcendent you begin the album with the song creation and i guess yeah. i mean really what could be a better way of beginning your music creation um But that song begins with dialogue that says, in the beginning was the sound, and the sound was from God. Do you mean that God invented music? Uh,
1: Well, I think he did, but what I mean with it is that everything is frequency. Sound is frequency, light is frequency, love is frequency, everything is frequency. And uh, so, I could have said in the beginning was the frequency, you know, sound. Is everywhere. We can hear it, some frequencies, and I think it holds the world together, and God is frequency. That's my approach to it.
0: Transcendent is a large album, 17 yep. tracks, an hour and 11 minutes long. How did you go about choosing the stories that you wanted to include on the songs? Well, I took the main chapters that
1: I think are most familiar to everybody, or to any Christian who has been taught in school or socialized with the Holy Bible. So, I just took the, the main chapters.
0: A number of musicians that are putting out music with a Christian content often run into opposition, but I guess you'd really never find that, because Transcendent is a instrumental release.
1: Yeah. Well, there can't be an opposition in instrumental. Actually, if you look into the genesis, um, I always had pictures of the creation and, and the fall of man or Exodus. I had uh, pictures of it, and I thought, well, how can I put this into music? And music is neutral. You can abuse music, <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, it's no opposition for me. I've asked the same question of other artists who have an instrumental release. How can a story be told without lyrics?
1: Just use your imagination. (laughs) And if, well, you have to know the background of creation, of course, uh, so you know what it's about. But I think also if you don't know the Bible and you think about creation, some pictures come into your mind and... Also, music may come to your mind. If you think of the Big Bang or something, if you're on a non-Christian level, then you also hear sound. So I think you
0: don't need words. It's just feeling. I do get the idea that music can form an impression like an yeah. impression in your mind. I see that coming through with the chaotic music elements that are part of the song Confusions of Tongues, mm-hmm. which of course based obviously on Babel. But maybe you want to tell about that. Well, Confusion of
1: Tongues is, is it's just very fast, you know, and da 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 it's it's fast and changing uh, moods also and that's what I tried to express when everybody bubbles and talks and talks and nobody listens to the other one and there are other languages, it's kind of a, a it's confusion all over and I try to express that with very fast guitar lines and, and uh, double basses, yeah.
0: Well, I'm really glad that we're not having any confusion of tongues because your English is perfect. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but... In our days, you can also speak different languages and, and uh, understand each other as long as
0: your heart is open. And as long as you have Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this can help too, yeah. <laughs> I suppose the way that I've been speaking about Transcendent makes it sound as if it's a solo release. It sort of is, but you did bring in some other players. What can you tell us about them?
1: Yeah, of course. uh, In the pre-production, I actually produced everything myself. You know, I played the guitars, I played the bass, I programmed the drums so that I have an idea where I want to go. And then when it's done, I want to have real drums, of course, on it and a real bass. So I asked uh, Gerald Schaffhauser, who played the bass, who is a very young and talented bass player. And he liked it and wanted to do it. And then there was the question of the drummer. And the first drummer I asked actually had no time because he was busy with other projects. But he said to me, well, call Christian Agner, uh, who is the drummer of Depeche Mode. And I thought, wow, wow. that's big, you know. <laughs> but it was kind of fate because the same evening... I watched TV and there was Depeche Mode live in Milan, I think. And I thought, yeah, okay, that's a sign. I will call him. And he lives only about 20 kilometers from my place. And I called him and he listened to the songs and came to the studio and we we nailed it. We rocked it. Cool. And because I had the uh, playbacks already done, uh, Christian and Gerald, the new what i want and how to play it and i think it worked all very well i'm i'm very satisfied
0: did the other two players understand the vision that you had for transcended
1: i told them of course what it's all about what i want to achieve with it but um i don't know i should ask them i have never (laughs) talked asked them (laughs) I like it, and they like it too, so I think it's okay.
0: How does the album translate into a live show? I'm sure that you're playing some clubs with this.
1: Well, actually, I only did one gig at the time because uh, it was the release gig. And then uh, Christian went on world tourney with Depeche Mode, where he's right now. And I had a second guitar player with me, uh, Chris Scheidel, who also recorded the album, and we only had one rehearsal because Christian was so busy, and we did it. It was a really great show, and I hope that
0: we will have other shows, but time will tell. <laughs> Something that I've been wondering about with Transcended, with it being so guitar-focused, is it just guitarists that are going to get into this album, or do you think it goes beyond that?
1: Uh, good question. Well, the feedback actually which I, I get is it's not only focused on one genre. So Christian radios played and also metal radio stations played, but uh, it, it won't go into the top 40. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, so, but that I knew that from the start and I, I had no uh, Ambition to make a multi-selling record or something. It was because it was kind of a healing process for me myself, and uh, had no expectations. And now I'm talking to a radio station from America, and
0: well, actually from Canada. Canada.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> it's confusing sometimes. <laughs> And my parents actually arrived today from Canada. They were in Canada now for three weeks on vacation. Great. And where were they visiting in Canada? Oh, they were Toronto, St. Catharines, because I have relatives there. And they just did a road trip from uncle to uncle. I had always good connections to Canada when I was a child, you know, When my parents traveled there, they came back with the Bryan Adams CD, Reckless. (laughs) Yeah, and well, I was, I think, nine or ten years old, and that sound was really great. I still like Bryan Adams today.
0: You're starting to date yourself, Johannes. Well, I'm 43. (laughs) I'm 43 years old in my best days. (laughs) Let's talk about rock in general. I mean, straight-up rock hasn't got the popularity that it used to have. Do you think that's ever going to come back and be right at the forefront of music?
1: Well, not on the forefront, but it will always be in the spectrum of music. And I think uh, if you look at bands like Iron Maiden, uh, to their concerts come grandparents, parents, and the children. So I think there's space for every age, in rock music. What, what I'm missing is guitar solos in rock songs. That has, has declined what, what I observed, but I think rock and roll or rock music will, will always be there. But the drum and bass thing and the DJ things that came up, that, that became really big, which I find kind of sad because there are, if you're looking at a live performance, from a DJ, well, it's a computer and nothing else. Of course, the DJ spends hours in his studio and works on it, and, and the creative process, I, I totally respect that, but the live thing is kind of boring, <laughs> because it's, it's always... I think it's it depends on which drugs you take. <laughs> if you like it or not, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Every age has its, its drugs. It's, it's, it's sad to say that, but it's a fact. And every music has its drugs. Rock and roll is more the alcohol thing, but we won't get into such nasty things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing stones.
1: <laughs> Don't want to do that. Who am I to throw the first stone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Bible has thousands of stories that you could have drawn from. So yeah. what are the chances of you recording a follow-up to Transcended? Good question.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe. I have not actually thought of going deeper into the solo sort of thing. So, you know, I've, I've got a family and uh, I'm getting older. And when the time's coming, I'll do something. But uh, not right now I have
0: no idea. You mentioned a little bit earlier about how you weren't concerned if Transcended was a commercial success. For you personally, was it a success? It is a success,
1: yeah. I, I think if you want to achieve something and you have a plan for something and you bring it to the end, you have succeeded. No matter what other people say, if it's good or not, because it's really time-consuming doing something like that, and it also costs money. You know, that's what many people forget—that it also costs a lot of money. I'm very satisfied with it. Um, there's so many people reacting to it, and I still like listening to it. So I have won. <laughs> well,
0: obviously, you need some help with the financial end of this. So how do people find? Transcend it online?
1: Well, you can go to my homepage, which is www.jmknoll.at. So I repeat <laughs> www.jmknoll.at. And from there, you can go to Facebook, Twitter, or go to Amazon, iTunes. You can get the album on those platforms which was also kind of new because I never was on Facebook or Twitter. But with the album, I thought, well,
0: you have to go social. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You were forced into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, kind of, yeah. Because I'm not a big fan of, of all those things happening on the Internet.
0: Johannes, this has been great. Thanks so much for joining The Antidote. Thank you very much, Dave. And all the best to you. Greetings to Canada.